Hello there! It's Friday, which means it's time once again for the best movie podcast ever. The only movie podcast to offer objective and hyperbole-free discussion of every movie in the known universe. I am your host, the podcaster with no name, Conrad, and with me as always is our very own everything bagel, it's Anthony James. <laughs> good afternoon, good evening, and good night everywhere. Uh, all that sort of thing all at once. Uh, how are you, Conrad? <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I'm very well. Now... I'm I'm gonna get, give I always do this at the beginning. I like I, I I've just had a thought, so I need to give the listeners a peek behind the curtains. Anthony did reveal to me that he hasn't seen this movie in about three weeks. Is it three, three weeks? You said mm, yeah, like three, three or four since. weeks, like a month. Yeah. So I what I'm not sure whether the everything bagel reference has landed there, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I remember. We'll, yeah, we'll no, 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 no. I do I do remember the everything bagel, uh, because that's okay, fine. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that part. Yeah. Because this is essentially like a litmus test. We're doing like a live fire exercise where I see how much Anthony remembers of this movie without completely giving the game away. That's the... The hilarious thing about that is, Conrad, the Everything Bagel is literally like one of the most important things of the movie. So if I didn't remember that, (laughs) that would be be fair. You say that, but I... I, I saw this movie like two weeks... No, it's more than two weeks now. It was probably about three weeks ago for me as well, to be honest, for the first time. <laughs> and I, I, ca- I came to write the podcast script for it, and I, I was thinking, oh, this is fine. I'll remember this easily, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pull out everything important. I had to go and rewatch the movie again, because I was like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I, I, I remember Michelle Yeoh's in it. Um, it's everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once, by the way. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. that we're going to be discussing today, just in case you haven't been able to intuit that from the everything bagel i don't know if my cat just made it (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. the cat cat was hanging around there for a while (laughs) yeah an errant an errant cat one of one of my many errant cats just leapt across the frame here comes the other one oh i don't think they can see it rather i'm gonna i'm gonna cut that out but uh there is a cat there and and everyone should know i was gonna move the camera but that'll fuck it up okay (laughs) that's enough that's enough cat talk enough cat chat um without further ado Let's talk about some gosh darn movies. <laughs> Let's do it. Movies. Multiverse ones, specifically. That's what we're here to talk about today. We have left the Batman multiverse, and we're into the one that Michelle Yo lives in. Um, yeah. Have you seen Yo? Yo! <laughs> Yo! That's a, a very... Not- <laughs> very northern irish expression <laughs> you um have you seen any of dan kwan or daniel shinett's other movies before this that's no. my first question to you. i don't think i've ever heard their names before no me either i've i've heard swiss army man which is the one about da- yeah. uh, daniel radcliffe being a farting corpse who like falls in love with someone i think um i've heard that's very good well, i just remember seeing that seen trailer so and then thinking the- i gotta see that that's all i remember about it yeah, and then you never did, which is the I uh, never did, which is the sign of sign of a great movie. We um in the <laughs> United Kingdom got green knighted with this one. Uh, it didn't come out in the UK and Ireland until two months two months after its uh, US release, which was a bit shit. Mm. So uh, that's why we're talking about this now because it's still kind of relatively fresh in the memory. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah, we're excited to talk about it because I not to give the game away, but I really enjoyed this movie. I think it's a good one. Yeah, I did. Re- I really enjoyed it too. Like, it's a real kooky movie, which is trying to do some really cool things with like multiverses and like, but also isn't afraid of just being absolutely wacky, which is which yeah. is fantastic. And I really, I really enjoyed it too. 
yeah when i when i i mean uh, not to tout my own letterbox but when when i finished this and wrote a, a review for it the first thing i thought of was um uh basically a jackass joke where it's dave england going hi i'm dave england and welcome to 2001 a space odyssey because that's what this movie <laughs> felt like to me is that what like basically the jackass crew made a remake of 2001 a space odyssey and this is what we ended up with and it's pretty good it's as good as it sounds um before we do that however i can't i, I almost missed this i was i was so enthusiastic oh. with first thing straight into the straight into the the meat of this of this delicious sandwich that i i didn't i didn't stop to appreciate what i guess would be the crust in this metaphor and that is of course <laughs> your your favorite and mine that's right it's the game show segment that everyone's talking about it is back to the feature that's much more generic music than that <laughs> okay good yeah daniel bryan will be on us if we uh, or brian Danielson will be on us if, uh, if we use the final countdown um right welcome to back to the feature that was we're here that was, <laughs> It's a very anticlimactic introduction to that. <laughs> Imagine if game shows started that way. It's like, right, we're here. So everyone settle down. Settle down. <laughs> yeah, and then just like a <laughs> 10 seconds of silence. Right, okay, let's get into yeah. it. Yeah, like a teacher just settling the room down after after an afternoon break. <laughs> this is the exciting game show where I have selected a movie from around the time of release of the uh, the movie that we're here to talk about anthony will hear five clues and have five opportunities to guess this movie and each clue he hears lowers the amount of points he will score and please keep track at home because i'm not going to do it and play along as well see if you can get it <laughs> this one all bit th- this should be bloody st- straightforward to be honest um, okay good. because because this came out oh, i've actually done, you know what i've done this wrong. Oh, you know what i've done this wrong i'm just looking at the date now and i'm like there's no way that's right but we're just going to do this anyway, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> it should be. In theory, if I'd have done this correct, look, it was always a matter of time until I got one of these wrong. In theory, this should come out, uh, uh, this should have come out at exactly the same time or around about the same time as the movie that we're here to talk about. But the movie that we're here to talk about came out this year um, in, in like, kind of, I think it was March 2022. Yeah, not out, for us, right? though. No, this came out in, like, a few months ago. But the the release date of the movie that i've selected for back to the feature came out in march 2021 so <laughs> that's your first clue and that's the year that we're playing, playing with it because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it on the fly literally one year ago yes exactly well i mean let's let's just pretend that was deliberate and say it would have been way too easy if i did a movie from six months ago yeah like you you're usually meant to do it from like ages ago because we're going back to the feature but yeah, uh, i stopped doing the 25 years ago thing because it was too unreliable yeah that's no well um so march 2021 now this might sound like this is easier that this is easier than, than than before but i that there was a good period of time i didn't really go to the cinema and you can imagine why i'm sure um so for the sake of being quick i'm just going to say I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, <laughs> Ralph, Name break, a movie Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, that came out last year. It didn't. It, it I did. Not no, no, a couple of years um, ago. It was not Wreck It Ralph two. I don't. Uh, yeah, that was like 2019, I think. Okay. Um, if that if that didn't help you, then this one probably won't either. Your next clue is how much it grossed. It no. made. <laughs> this, is a fix. this is a fix, everyone. 
<laughs> like, it's what? always the same structure. This is the new structure. I give well, what am I like... supposed to do? Go, go and study, <laughs> study it, how many how much sense. films made. <laughs> it gives you a sense of the scale. Oh, okay. It, okay, okay. This, this grossed five hundred and three million dollary dues. Okay, so that's a lot. So yes. Even in Australia, that's a lot of dollary dues. Uh, right. Five hundred and three dollary dues, two thousand and twenty-one, yeah. March two thousand and twenty-one. I have no idea. I'm gonna go for what do you call a Black Widow? That's actually not a bad guess. I think that did come out um, June. I that, think that, was... that did come out last year, but I think it was summer. It's not yeah. that. Okay, oh. your next your next clue. Is the okay. tagline of this movie. This is where <laughs> things start to get a little interesting. The, t- the tagline for this movie is God versus King. <laughs> I remember you talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, do movie, I get right? the do I get the title right? Because we know with the uh, we know with the diehard ones, you were very pernickety over the titles for those. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Your diehard answers were completely wrong. They were like. Die hard for die harder. Die hardest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty close. Like, um, all right, I'm probably gonna go for oh, Kong versus Godzilla. Is that what it was called? I think. Let me just check with our computer. We're gonna give it to you. It is actually yes. Godzilla versus Kong is the name of the movie. But um, oh, I should have known that because it was God versus King or whatever. God versus King. I thought that would give it away, but apparently not. But I just can't. Um, I just can't. I just think that Kong versus Godzilla sounds better than Godzilla versus Kong. I don't know why. That's because you're racist against lizards. You want the you want the, the monkey on top. Surely would that be um, racist? Surely that'd be that'd be speciest. Speci- specious well I don't know you have to ask Godzilla see how he feels about it um, or they I don't, I don't actually know what what, ge- what gender Godzilla is unfortunately um, the other clues for this that is correct so you get three points so well mm. done to you thank you well done to anyone oh, at home goodness. who got that um, then or sooner I, I'll not be sleeping on the, on the couch the tonight groups. I'll not be sleeping on the couch tonight three points is the minimum Eamon told me to get so yeah three <laughs> three points that's that's championship material right there you get that every week you're in the title picture at the end of the season. Yes. Um, the other clues would have been, of course, it starred Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, and Rebecca Hall. And the final one would have been the plot line of the movie, which is the epic next chapter... Oh, I can't even speak. The epic next chapter in the cinematic monsterverse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against each other. The fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. And if you don't get it after that, what the fuck are you even doing? Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Yes, that's in the monsterverse. Well. <laughs> Wasn't there some sort of, uh, you know, was that the monsterverse or was it some other verse they were trying to no, do? No, that with? was yeah, it was like I mean, they, it, I think it was called something like that, but it was like the Universal Pictures, yeah, um, the a creature verse. They, they wanted to have yeah. like, yeah, they wanted they wanted to have fucking Dracula and the Invisible Man and a Frankenstein in there somewhere. I don't know. Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> It was a ridiculous idea. Anyway, that's the end of that. We've done that. So now we're now we're moving on to everything everywhere all at once. Um, it was a 2021 release. Came out March for uh, them, their Americans. June for the rest of us. Directed 2022 release. Dan- You're a year behind there. Uh, 2022. I've got it written down. All just in case anyone's gone, all but, you know, shops. using our podcast for the date. I've just got to keep you right there. Yeah. Listen, I had COVID twice, all right? Like, um, That's true. <laughs> like, I've, I've, the, these notes were written while in the stupor of COVID. <laughs> yeah. um, it's directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Shiner. 
starring Michelle Yeoh, uh, Stephanie Hsu, who's very good, Kei Kwan, uh, returning to movies for the first time in bloody ages, really. He was short round in uh, in Indiana Jones and the mm-hmm. Temple of Doom, and uh, I can't remember the name of his character in The Goonies, but he was in that as well. Uh, and of course, Jamie Lee Curtis in an interesting role. How did you find this movie? Let's just get that out of the way. We've kind of already talked about it a bit. Brilliant. Uh, it had a lot of things I like. I like wacky films. I like goofy films. I like films with some heart. I like films where people need to find their true mm. self. I also like films, as people might be well aware, with some sort of dimension travel slash time travel. Now, there wasn't technically that much time travel in this film. There. But they, they had me covered with the, with the multi-reality dimension stuff. And let me tell you... I thought the way they introduced that with uh, the <laughs> with uh, Waymond Waymond Wang was the name of the character Waymond um, yeah, yeah yeah Waymond the the way they introduced that with his little like sort of Matrix esque get in the coat closet um, I thought that was yeah. fantastic it was proper Alice down the down the rabbit hole uh, opening to this mm. the, to this and I I I absolutely loved it loved it there there really is a lot of the Matrix to this it's a, it's yeah, a yeah. fascinating blend of different movies because it's kind of like so uh evelyn uh, michelle Yeoh's character learns that she can verse jump during a meeting at a tax office yeah via her husband um from another universe called alpha waymond who informs her that she's the only one who can stop a villain called joe butapaki from destroying the universe who turns out to be alpha joy her daughter and then there's lots of jumping around into different into different bodies and doing all sorts of fun things and you're absolutely right that introduction is very much like she's beginning to believe as she like <laughs> like uh, says earnestly that she loves uh jamie lee curtis's character as she does like a flying punch down the stairs to try and to try and uh to try and attack them and it's just full of cool moments like that um yeah really interesting. jumping i think is yeah it, I, I think it's it's just like I, the reason that I and I'm sure the reason that you you weren't sure how much of this you would remember and the fact I needed to watch it again is that there's so much in this movie like I don't think the title is just a cl- is just a clever title with reference to the themes of the movie it's just like packed full of action sequences and crazy visuals mm-hmm. and there's also like a family drama in there yeah. as well that's really really well realized i think so you know this family uh the, the these this mother and father and their daughter who has i don't know if it's implied that she's recently come out to them as as gay but like certainly it's not been accepted fully mm-hmm. by evelyn at the point that we join this family in the movie so there's like these these like underlying tensions in this family and it's it's so well explored via all these different these these different uh, versions of herself that evelyn sees I, I love the um i love i love the the martial arts style one that she goes to um where michelle yo just gets yeah, yeah. to do michelle yo stuff and beat the fuck out of people yeah it's like she she gets her abilities basically she gets her abilities from other versions of herself and she can like download them mm. into herself matrix style and i think it's really interesting that, that she actually goes to almost somewhere that might be actually our universe to get michelle yo's uh you know martial arts ability downloaded within her mm. uh, i think that's really cool yeah. i i also uh yeah i really enjoyed the family dynamic i think this sort of this film sort of goes into the basket with the other films from recent years, like uh, the Turning Up, uh, sorry, not Turning Up, Turning Red film, as well as that Encanto. Um, mm. Interesting, like mostly Disney films these days, but where 
where it's very much about parents and grandparents and things realizing the wrong that they've done to their children. Uh, so this this yeah, is absolutely. a real yeah. a real trend within uh, like maybe maybe it's because like people from our generation who are finally understanding where like trauma and things come from, uh, you know, and they're able to yeah. like speak about oh, it. It also more could openly. be people of our generation. Yeah, I, I, well, I think it's people of our generation are of an age now where they're the ones making movies. Yeah, yeah, well. that's what I mean. That, like, that's that's look, what I mean. Yeah. Look, look at look at all the damage that my parents did to me. Thanks very much, mum yeah. and dad. Let's for, let's, uh, let's make for a film. Saddling me with this baggage. Yeah, make a film for the catharsis that I can't get in real life. Um, so that's that's that seems to be going yeah. on an awful lot. So I think it, I think it implied, you know, obviously she had an issue with the uh, the same sex relationship that her daughter was in, but I think as she became, came to terms with it as she started standing up to her own father, I almost feel that it was the influence of the father which was making her also be uh, hesitant towards it. So once she actually be, be, was able to reject her father in a way, uh, it meant it meant that she could then be a better mother to her daughter. So it's like sort of generational trauma, generational yeah. bias, you know, in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think as well, there is... So this movie kind of races through its initial setup of its premise, which we've just kind of covered there with the, the yeah. first jumping to get abilities. But it, but it does that because it's in service of getting to the character drama. And mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right there. But I, I, but I think as well, Evelyn's verse jumping is all kind of this metaphor for this mother who has been like overwhelmed by a sense that she has failed to amount to anything. And she's kind of yeah. seeing all these versions of herself whether they're successful actresses or, you know, <laughs> chefs who, <laughs> who exist in a live-action version of Ratatouille called Rakakuni, which is just just the best thing in this movie. <laughs> well, well the, the, the thing is, the really interesting thing about that is, my wife pointed out, is that the character we're following, right, the Evelyn that we're following is in like sort of jumped to a different universe for a particular part and she's speaking to her family from that universe and and it's sort of she's speaking about the film ratatouille but she says rakakuni and then the rest of them are like what are you talking about it's ratatouille and she's like no it's rakakuni so that means that the character that we've been following the whole time is from a universe that had the film rakakuni not Ratatouille. Yeah, and then there's another yeah, universe. It's about, it's about a chef with a rac- with a raccoon Rac- in his hat who yeah. helps him to be a chef. But that's but that that's the thing though. The character we're following is from the universe where that's a film. But then there's another character who works in the restaurant with the chef with the I, raccoon. I don't know that Michelle Yeoh's the uh, character in this movie is. Uh, it is from a universe where the movie is called Rakakuni. I think she just forgot it was called Ratatouille. No, no, I don't I, think I, so. I, 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 <laughs> I honestly don't think so. I, be because outrageous. because she wasn't in her own. She, she oh no. I think what's outrageous is. I think no, it's more her of, husband and daughter know it's called Ratatouille. Because but she's universe. but she's but no but she's not in no no she's not in her own universe at that point. That's that's after yeah, she, she started jumping. For, no 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 she's not. It's after. No, she's back in. She's back in her universe. I she think. never goes back. No, no. Everything happens in other universes after. So whenever she, well, maybe I, might, I haven't seen this for a month. But whenever she goes to the, <laughs> whenever she goes to the tax place and then starts getting attacked, mm, yeah, that's like our version of Evelyn stays in that place the whole film. Everything else that happens outside of it, like yeah, the, that is true. Everything else but that happens outside of it from that point of on. No. Uh, yeah you might be right but i think she gets her version of waymond and and shu to join her in whatever because they're having like a father or a, a familial moment there where like 
because James Hong is like you have to kill your version of uh, of of, of uh, Stephanie Shu to um to yeah, but that was in the version that yeah that that was in the version of the universe. So that was in the version of the universe where the grandfather was this like evil guy with this really cool office because uh, they had they had that conversation in his office and that wasn't like their the real world where they're from the grandfather just lived upstairs in the laundromat you know what i mean he wasn't that guy so no, the- that wasn't where- his office you see the snm guy it's the snm guy's office because she she jumps into the maid so she knows where the button is to open his secret snm room the, the the grand james nah, hong I, is just there being james hong yeah but that's but that's not in i, I personally believe maybe, maybe i need to watch it again conrad but i personally believe that wasn't in the original universe <laughs> yeah. so i and anyway, the, the fact the fact of the whole of this whole conversation is that i do believe she's from a universe with a film called rakakuni and uh, i think no, that i think that it's far too much of an uh too much of a coincidence that she dreamt up the name rakakuni and then there did in fact be a be a rakakuni uh universe I will say for for the bene- for the purposes of that <laughs> that movie existing that I think that looks a lot better than Ratatouille. To be honest, I love the <laughs> shitty does. animatronic raccoon they get. Uh, the, the it just like manip- it just like it looks so like moth-eaten and horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it looks like a real raccoon. Um, it's fantastic. How um did you feel? There's there's so much jumping around in this that it's kind of hard to really talk about uh, in, yeah, in any yeah, kind yeah. of chronological or, or or even sensical order. But so you, you've got Joy as Joby Topaki, who yeah. uh, I love, like the way she kind of like changes channels to find what universe. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Evelyn is in. She kind of like t- like tilts her head. There's so much like visual flair like that, and I love it. And mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. scene where she kind of reveals how powerful she is against the police, um, where we get the first of many wrestling moves that appear in this um, in the in this movie, and it's this like. It's this blend of incredible, like, visual uh, flair, I guess. Uh, like, l- these bright colours, and she's turning guys into glitter, and, uh, yeah. and you know, she's, like, um, she, she's, she turns one guy into, like, a... Um, I don't know what they're called. Like, the Carmen... Is it Carmen Miranda? Who's, like, the famous, like, dancer with, like, the banana hat and all that all that kind no of idea. stuff from, like, the, the, the 60s. It um, turns one of the cops into one of them, and then he gets shot a bunch of times. And then she <laughs> pile-drives one of them, and yeah. you just see his head, like, turn backwards as she does it. <laughs> and it's this, like... It's just this sensory assault of like, oh my god, there's so much stuff happening in this at the moment. And all of this is happening while I think she's wearing like an Elvis jumpsuit in this scene too. Yeah. It's unbelievable the amount of stuff that they that they um that they fit into that. But all of that pales into comparison, I'm sure you'll agree, with the um Jamie Lee Curtis hot dog fingers universe that we oh get to spend god. a significant amount of time in, in this movie. And which I personally <laughs> love. I wish I lived in that universe. It's really anyway that that was out of the blue. That one for me, like that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> it the just hot- keeps on going. As, <laughs> as also, well. I love as well in that universe that that that's how she's able to use her toes. Like the dexterity of her toes yeah. is because in that universe they can't use their fingers. Oh, I, I love like what she's playing. I think it's Claire de Lune by by uh, Debussy that she plays with her feet, which is just amazing. And I like I just love 
the 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 consistency with which they return to that joke so it happens the first time because evelyn hasn't learned or, or has jumped before she's really nailed down where she wants to go yeah, yeah so yeah. she's not she's not gonna slingshot. create an image in her head <laughs> yeah she's yeah exactly she slingshots to who knows where and she comes back and she's got hot dog fingers and it's a hilarious joke and then it goes back to it again and you see the like fake version of the king and i that they were watching on the tv yeah but it's being performed by the the actors with hot dog fingers and they're like squirting <laughs> ketchup and mustard yeah. into each other's mouths and it's like okay that's pretty funny and then it goes into a romantic relationship between her and jamie lee curtis's characters where they're like constantly caressing each other with their hot dog fingers and playing a duet of claire de lune with their feet it's unbelievable that they did as much work on that as I, they did. I like this is the type of film where i really <laughs> really do question how do you begin to write this like, yeah i, I like how how do you say no as well like what were the ideas that they said that's too crazy don't put that in <laughs> yeah, yeah. well like, like literally one of the one of the big uh sort of crescendo moments of the film is her in the body of a version of herself climbing onto the shoulders of a man to control his hair like in ratatouille to make him run after his raccoon that's gone taken away (laughs) by the by the the pest inspector or whatever it's so good um and and you know just to briefly to like round out this this visual discussion there's moments of hand-drawn animation in this mm-hmm. there's mo- there's there's a, there's one universe where they're just rocks yeah, her true. and joy are just rocks having a conversation with each other um it's it's unbelievable it's it's so so good um in, in that moment of- where they were both rocks was an example of me like, you know when you watch a film sometimes and you think to yourself oh my god i'm so glad they made that decision i thought like the big the big like moment dramatic moment at the end where her and her sister no her and her daughter come to terms mm-hmm. and able to see what they did wrong i thought to myself when that happened uh and like they were just rocks i was like oh my god is this all we're gonna get is this what is this gonna be the big dramatic ending of the film and while watching it i was like i love that they made that decision and then whenever they they never went on to have more later i was like okay well at the time i thought it was great but now that we're getting this i actually like this decision better but yeah. it's one of those things that convinces you it's like oh my god if they just did this that would be hilarious you know yeah. what I mean? and what i think by that point in the movie they have earned the trust of the audience like you're yeah. at the point where you're like whatever you want to do wherever you want to take me i'm coming i'm coming with you for the for the journey because you've yeah. done so much with what you have so far um them being rocks does completely break the model of the of what they were going for though in terms of going into the bodies of of alternate selves it does completely break that um i'm not even i'm not even gonna entertain anyone trying to explain to me why it It does break that but i'm happy i'm okay with that but what if those rocks were actually like biological entities that just looked like rocks yeah like maybe that maybe they're in the future and actually they're like the fossils of their body are within the rock or something yeah or they're just like hermit crabs or something you got me you got me got him um but yeah you're you're absolutely right they do this rock thing and then it just turns into it escalates into this very touching mother-daughter storyline, which yeah. is really like what carries the movie to its final conclusion. So you have all of this craziness um, with with them jumping around different universes to do martial arts fight scenes, to do animated stuff, to do crazy violent things to cops to establish Joby Topaki as a threat, and then um, you you get this like existential conflict where you think that Evelyn might sacrifice the fate of the universe because Joby Tabaki basically says like I I was like pushed to this by mm-hmm. you 
uh, or by the alpha version of herself this is alpha yeah. joy as joby tabaki and alpha evelyn pushed her to do it and she recognizes in that desperation the same thing that her father did to her and that she is doing to her version of joy and it's like this this nihilism of her daughter like which is where the everything bagel comes from where i can't actually remember what what the MacGuffin is what they need to do to the everything bagel to make it destroy everything it's i think they need to add something to it but it it basically becomes this this thing that that if uh evelyn allows will destroy all of reality and then there's this like really touching realization where where it's she essentially realizes that she needs to be kind to others in order to in order to kind of save herself and mm-hmm. as you've identified she just goes around the other universes she she helps rakakuni guy get his raccoon <laughs> back by pilot piloting him like a mobile suit to, to get <laughs> yeah, his crew yeah. back and then there's this amazing fight sequence um where where she is like kissing people and like or like reminding them of like lost loves or, or something in slow motion it's it's so so good and then of course we get um what i think and i'm sure you'll agree with me is the uh the the, the creme de la creme the piece de resistance of this entire movie which is um where the uh, bald-headed security guard uh, who is working for James Hong needs needs to jump um, to acquire martial arts skills to fight her and jumps uh, butt first onto a butt plug in order to in order <laughs> oh to then God. attack her, which which he then fights her with it inserted into him. Oh my which God. Is just it's just there's so much toilet humor in, in this. Yeah, that really that was enjoyed. that was very disconcerting. I have to say that was yeah. Uh, yeah and, but that's one of those wacky and moments. Like, beats a police officer death. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no, I was just, I was just one of those wacky moments. Like, if someone asks you what this film's about, like all you could say is it's this crazy, goofy, you know, mission through realities to a, to shut down and everything bagel it's like it's, how, do you, yeah. how do you even do a log line of this film yeah i mean like i i've got a toilet humor section in my notes here so we've got the butt plug martial arts fight scene there's two guys yeah. with things up there up their asses one of them has a trophy shaped like a butt plug butt plug the other one has another trophy i think which isn't shaped like a butt plug and must have been very uncomfortable to insert but you know they get it helps them jump then you have joy beating one of the police officers to death with a dildo bat um like his baton turns to like a big floppy dildo and then she beats him to death with it um you have them doing like when when joy initially opens evelyn's mind you have i can't really do it on a podcast format but did you ever do the thing where you like open your hands like this yeah yeah, to make yeah, it yeah, look yeah like a vagina yeah that's what they do well they i've do seen the it before, yeah. thing with their hands yeah. they put their fingers what together the hell? <laughs> well yeah i mean you know that's what we're all up to in school yeah and what was and through there again i can't remember have... like there was something through the through there like another universe that's how they get to like the everything bagel like they, oh, they that's get right through yeah this yeah. like vag- vaginal canal a uh, vaginal yeah. canal um and then uh, you obviously have the animatronic rakakuni and you have uh, jenny slate showing up uh john ralphio's sister from that's right Parks and rec <laughs> Who then does nunchucks with a Pomeranian on a on, <laughs> yeah. on, on a lead, and then, and at some point Michelle Yeoh just bats it away, and it just pinwheels across the office and smashes <laughs> into a wall, which is just it's just amazing. This this movie is, yeah, I, I, it's hard to do it justice, but I think there are so many moments in it that made me burst out laughing that I, I think I have to class it as a comedy, even though it's probably technically more of an action movie 
Yeah, yeah, no, I would say comedies. Yeah, well, actually, maybe yeah, but like, if you're gonna go one, if you're gonna put this in a box, I probably would put this in like a comedy box. It is very, very funny. Like, it's it's a mixture of it's yeah. like it's it's like an everything bagel in terms of genre, isn't it? This film. It, well, it is. Yeah, I, I don't think it's just a clever name. It has everything in it. You know, there's all these like there's there's literally references to 2001: A Space Odyssey littered throughout this, including the uh, the hot dog fingered monkeys or apes, I guess they are in in, uh, in 2001: A Space Odyssey, who learn to beat the non hot dog fingered apes to death with I think it's the still the bone. I can't remember, but they they're clearly fans of 2001 a space odyssey and there's there's that like existentialism at the end of that movie is definitely in this as well which is what elevates it from being just like the way we've described it probably makes it sound like it's just a sequence of insane visuals which it is but there is a legitimately heartwarming mother-daughter kind of story in there and then also amazing action sequences and then also hilarious toilet humor and pomeranians being beaten to death it's and, just and it's just absolutely it just, absolutely brilliant just absolutely brilliant it has it all it has the whole thing um okay so rating then we, we're arbitrarily required to rate these movies as we, we discuss are. them so what are you what are you giving it um hate me all you I want guys hate you all hate me all you want i'm going for a five out of five comes. five star i think I think I gave this five. I need to look back because if I, if I'm not in, if I'm if I'm inconsistent on what I say in this with my letterboxed, they'll have me. They'll kick me off a letterboxed. Okay, I gave it four. <laughs> I I mean I could certainly see the argument for five. I can't remember four why I with a like. I need. To... Yeah, with a like. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah you it got the heart. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah I I think I I I think it's. No, I couldn't really tell you why I didn't give it five stars. It's probably going to be one of those movies that I watch again in like five years' time, and I'm like, this is clearly a five-star movie. I don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. Um, and I've just undermined my own credibility. But yes, a great movie and well worth checking out. Um, and I think that is going to do it for us. Yeah, I'm just One question and one question only? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do it this way this week, Conrad? What's your favorite movie? we're changing it around unprecedented let's ask you let's ask you first uh my favorite movie is hard boiled the john woo action movie from 1992 <laughs> all right okay okay i can see where not, you yeah i can see how I, your brain I went there. just plucked that off the top of my head <laughs> hey what about yours my my favorite uh movie this week is what my my uh brother-in-law described as a mecca movie and that of course Oh, it's rat- ratatou- ratatouille. Mecca. As someone def- who watches mecha anime, I feel that's definitely a mecha movie. By- have you never seen ratatouille? No, there's no mecha in it. Have you never seen the me- ratatouille? <laughs> I have seen. Oh, you don't get the somehow you don't get the joke. I- uh, I'm trying. To- I'm trying to understand the joke. He's just literally. Him. Is that the? That's the joke. Yeah, yeah, he's the mech. But <laughs> like that, like that. That means like any cowboy movie is a mecha movie because they're piloting horses. It doesn't work like that. You need to be piloting something mechanical. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. I, I don't know. If it was, I don't know. Now, if um, what's his name? What's his name in Ratatouille? That character. It's not Linguini, aka uh, a- the Linguini. mech. <laughs> if Linguini was a robot <laughs> human, 
then you then I'd be all for it. I'd be like, how is he not a robot human? They should have Conrad. How is he not a robot human? He's being controlled by levers dreams. (laughs) No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's been programmed to have them. I suppose he he does do the hair thing, so they are sort of. That's what I'm saying to you. Maybe that's 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 why it's a mecha movie because he's the mech. (laughs) He's being controlled by a rat. He just. He's being he's be, he's being piloted in the same way that one might pilot a horse. That's all yeah. like. <laughs> okay, well, get in touch in the comments and let us know <laughs> what you think a mecha movie is and whether Ratatouille or indeed everything everywhere all at once counts as one based on this incredible As- aspects incredibly of it. broad as- yeah, sure aspects of it. Um <laughs> thank you. <laughs> to uh, Nancy Wyatt and Jared Escarret for the use of our theme song. You can find links to their stuff down in the description below. And thank you to you for listening and and uh, and coming with us on this exciting journey. Get involved in the comments. Let us know what you think of everything, everywhere, all at once, or what you've been watching this week. And we will see you, well, not same time, same place, next week, because we're changing a few things around. You'll, you'll see that in a video that comes out next week but it's good news so something to look forward to but suffice to say i think everyone will be very happy with the direction that we're going in that's what i'm gonna say autobots roll out